This week, we watch a film that explores class authority, who controls the boundaries of permissible versus unpermissible violence, the privatization of social services, the corruption inherent in bloating systems, the bridges between desperation, poverty, drugs, and crime, school violence's origins in homes and neighborhoods, and Pam Greer is a robot teacher that can rip your arms off and beat you to death with them. Woo-hoo. This week, we watched Class of 1999. School's in, boys! <laughs> I didn't have anything else there. <laughs> stampy, stampy. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Stabby Stabby. I'm Dan, one of your hosts, and this is a podcast where we watch old, sometimes new, usually old horror exploitation, semi pornographic thriller weirdo strange underseen movies and we try to take them seriously as art as hard as that can be sometimes and we break them down scene by scene while sharing a beer just between three buddies just baby burning that mouthful of beer back and forth while we take turns talking uh today i'm drinking uh guys um here who has more space in their wallet here's my man card i'm just gonna slide this across the desk to you uh, i'm drinking a uh white claw it's delicious mm. i'm enjoying it mm. it's quite tasty so that's it. I'm taking it easy on my body by just doing pure chemical alcohol. Was that Narek? That's me. That's me. Hey. I, I'm uh, also taking it easy. I'm just drinking water today uh, with four ice cubes. Whoa. Four ice cubes in that water. Getting crazy. Wait, are you an ice cube man or a crushed ice man? What would your preference be? Oh, I like the cubes. Yeah. Yeah. You like the jingle jangle? Yeah. I like some jingle jangle in my schlangle. Uh, doesn't make any sense. Greg, what are you doing? What are you up to? Um, well, hey, I'm Greg. I'm your crushed ice man. Oh. Uh, and I am drinking a Rebel Hill Brewing Scratch of Surface. Also taking it easy. It's only like 5.4. So it's a little, uh, you know, just it's a, it's a gentle, it's a gentle beer for this gentle movie that we're about to watch. <laughs> this discuss. delicate baby movie that you could totally <laughs> yeah. put on with your kids. It'd be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is my pick. I think back in the day, it was at X-Fest, right? It was at one of our 18-hour-long exploitation movie marathons in Philly that we first saw, what was it, Class of 84? Was that what yes. it was called? Yep. I remember us having a lot of fun watching that. It was in a crowded theater, so that definitely changes the dynamic. But um, it was about like a high school with like some kind of nuclear threat or something like that. I this, I. The memory of watching the movies lasted longer than the memory of the movie itself. But then I found out that there was a sequel to it, Class of 1999. And when I read the synopsis, I knew I had to have it inside of me. So here we are, stuffing it inside of ourselves. So I don't I don't think this is a sequel for what? <laughs> um, it, the, the Class of 1984, isn't that just like it's regular kids or just like punk kids? Like yeah. it had nothing, no, no sci-fi stuff to it. It was like a thriller kind of... Thing. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so i don't yeah. think this i don't think class of 1999 is a sequel at all to but this. it's the same director well, directed by the same director yeah huh. yeah i think it is a loose and none of the characters or anything like that carry over but it's the same premise like take hmm. take a, a typical high school and then crank all the angst in a high school to 50 and let it play out yeah it's great. Interesting. Yeah. I like that huh. school grounds are just called war zones. Oh, yeah. I guess uh, anybody listening to this uh, who, you know, rightfully so is feeling like very sensitive about like school shootings and school mm. violence. Just yeah. a heads up. That's what this movie is. 
the and whole it, thing. It kind of it loves it. It's like on board for it. So yeah, it's gonna be a lot of that talk. Just a heads up. It's really depressing that we have to stipulate that warning. Yeah. 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 Well, anyway, on that upper chipper note, <laughs> what do you what do you say? Should we rip the chest of this robot plot open and look at its plastic boob? <laughs> Ooh, please, 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 let's yeah. do it. <laughs> now let's get to the plot. In 1992, there were 543,767 violent incidents in American high schools. In some cities, the areas around these schools were beginning to fall under the control of violent youth gangs. By 1997, the number of violent incidents had tripled. Gangs had taken control of large sections of these cities. Some schools were shut down. The year is 1999. The gang-controlled areas have become known as Free Fire Zones. Kennedy High is located in the middle of a Free Fire Zone. The police will not enter. There is no law. The Department of Education of Defense has been formed to reopen the schools and control the gangs. So, 1990's Class of 1999, directed by Mark Lester, opens on the Vestron logo, as all good movies do. <laughs> After we get some intro credits, we learn that violence in American high schools has risen, and areas around the schools have taken uh, have been taken over by gangs, and they're called Free Fire Zones. The school we're going to be spending our time at, Kennedy High, is in the center of one of those free fire zones in Seattle. Ew. And the the U.S. Department of Educational Defense has been created to open the schools and control the gangs. <laughs> the D.E.D. Dead. It's nice. <laughs> it's great. That's a terrible joke, and I love that it, it made it all the way into a movie. <laughs> Especially a movie was, that takes itself this seriously. It's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, th- this movie shockingly takes itself very seriously, mm. and it's weird. Um, it does feel yes. it, it feels ripe for like a Verhoeven winkiness to it, but it's not there. Like it, if every once in a while it cut away to like a commercial where it fleshed out like the broader like culture of the rest of the country, like coping with all this violence, that would have been really fun and probably would have added something that this movie needed to it. But no, yeah, everybody's stone cold. To this entire movie. Yeah, I'd actually be interested to see what's happening outside of these major cities. Me too. You know? Because hmm. from what I can tell from this movie, oh, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Yeah. Just every, right. everybody's yeah. on their jewel pods, this whole movie. <laughs> yep. Uh, all right. So now we, we, we go from our, like, little bit of backstory, and we start at a meeting at Megatech. And Megatech is uh, run by Dr. Forrest. Uh, they've created, basically, robot teachers that look like real humans tactical education will... units <laughs> yep uh, <laughs> <Just> so <laughs> super teachers uh, <laughs> but the current situation in our high schools called for unusual measures meet the pride of megatech this is as fine a group of educators as you'll find anywhere in the world i guess you could call them super teachers these, these robot teachers are going to be used at Kennedy High School. It's kind of basically a experiment to see if these kind of uh, teachers can help 
curtail like the gang violence and actually educate kids instead of just letting them kill each other. Um, while we meet the, the new robot teachers, we also uh, get intercut scenes of Cody Culp. He's a teenager and he's getting out of prison to come back to school. I hate the character named Cody Culp. <laughs> Cody. <laughs> this, uh, this actor, Bradley Gregg, he was Philip in Elm Street 3. He was the first um, victim, the guy that was the walker guy with the veins. Puppet. Oh, he was oh nice. yeah. It's the uh, same kid. Yeah. Ah, perfect boy. I, I got to say, I'm not sure he really fit the title role. It's the badass in this movie, but because uh, he he, he's 90 pounds soaking wet. Yeah, that. <laughs> and he, he has like this affected like valley boy speech going on where he's like trying to sound all gruff and tough and it's it gets to be a little annoying after a while you're like okay he doesn't smile through the entire film he's always doing that rough grimace yeah tough tough men don't show their emotions right yeah he's doing that well i mean yeah so he he was in a gang he got arrested was sent to prison um, he comes back out and everything is actually worse than it was when he went to prison, seemingly. So I don't know. I'm not smiling if I'm just like, <laughs> well, cool. The, the bad world went even like worse since I got locked up. Yeah, that's fair enough. That's true. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, and we get a little hint of that because uh, so Cody, like I said, Cody's leaving uh, prison. He's picked up by his his biological brother, Angel, his younger brother, and his, I believe, adopted brother, Sonny who are members of uh, Cody's former gang, the Blackhearts gang. Mm. Want to get high? School. <laughs> School, man. You definitely want to get high. What is it? Edge, man. Best new high since skin. Cool, huh? Ugh. Come on! What'd they do to you in there, man? Uh, so as they head home... Um, we learn that there's a new drug out there called Edge, which I think it's basically like a popper, <laughs> right? You <laughs> just gotta, you're smelling it. Um, and like, yeah, everybody's using it. Um, but Cody's not interested because, you know, he's changed. Prison has changed him. Uh, and we see them drive through a rival gang area. The rival gang is the Razorheads. And we get a pretty uh, interesting car chase with a lot of Mad Max shit cars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's great they're in like some like modified cadillac with a bunch of like armor and lights and shit all over it and like machine gun turrets a lot of the cars had that um they, yeah it kicks off with like a, a at the end of this car chase is like a pretty impressive like what an armor reinforced pickup truck gets like yeeted into the air and does <laughs> yeah. this huge massive tumble and gets shredded into pieces it was pretty cool like right yeah. away, it's like, oh, hey, they actually have a budget. Awesome. This will be fun to watch yeah. at least. Did you see like the dummy in the front seat yeah. as it's flipping over? Yeah. Like, it was just, no. It was beautiful. Yeah, it was awesome. They just put him in the back. Yeah. Amazing. I also thought um, Angel looked a little bit like McLovin from Superbad, just like a younger version. The actor. I could see oh. that. Yeah. 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 So uh, we, we, yeah, we got the cool car chase. We meet. Um, Hector, who is the leader of the Razorheads, and he's going to come back throughout the movie. Oh, Greg, did we get to like when they introduced the super teachers and the guy like pulls his mouth open and shows like the mechanics inside of his face? 
uh, yeah, I mean, we we got there, but I didn't really go into uh, detail. Yeah, I just but thought yeah. it was a cool scene. It was very like Westworld kind of. Uh, but he, before he pulls his mouth open, he goes one million megabytes and like, <laughs> r- rips his face open. So, yep, Mr. Bryce, one million megabytes. It's at a one ter- one terabyte frame, I guess. Yeah. Right. Which is pretty impressive for the nineties. That's pretty yeah. wild. I remember my dad coming home with a one gigabyte hard drive that he spent way too much money on and telling the whole family, like, guys, this is more hard drive space than we will ever need. Yeah. And like right. in his mind, he was like, I will pass this down. We will be filling this for <laughs> generations. Totally. Yeah. Now there's like uh, ridiculous. I think my drive's like 12 terabytes. I think Call of Duty is like 200 gigabytes just to install. So, yeah. Damn. It's nuts. So one one terabyte's what? Like 2% of your Plex collection, Greg? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and that's just that's the my, porn, my, porn section? All legal. All legal. My uh, my hard drive with my Plex uh, server is only 5 terabytes. So I will have to update that okay. sometime right. soon. Right. Yeah, you're going to run um, out of space. Yep, yep. Uh, no, my, my family, we were a family of zip disks. Yeah, we, we all we just had yep. a ton of zip disks. Yep, totally. Oh, man. Yeah, like the purple hard drive, the yes hard drive. Yeah, yeah. We are alienating some subset of our audience. By <laughs> who who out there knows about floppy disks? That's me, baby. I used to copy floppies on my uh, Commodore sixty four. I two drives. Uh, oh, the old copy floppy. Copy them floppies. <laughs> I had an old like MIDI piano that would take floppy disks. Whoa! Yeah, it was cool. I spent a lot of hours on that piano. That was fun. Nice. I learned how to play the uh, Star Wars The Phantom Menace, A Duel of the Fates on piano Ooh. with that. Yeah, it was fun. I still remember nice. the whole stretches of it. We'll have to hear that at some point. Yeah. yeah. The four chords I can remember from it. Yeah. Dan's going to put on a nerd concert for us on Instagram Live. Yeah. I'm going to do it in the bath. You have to wear the Princess Leia outfit, slave outfit. Anyway. <laughs> no, nude <laughs> just with the buns. I have enough hair. I could do the buns. <laughs> Oh man! Patreon. Yeah, keep growing your hair out till uh, Halloween, and yeah, do the dresses, Princess Leia, <laughs> just a chunky mm. bearded Princess Leia. Amazing. Um. All right. Well, with that picture in my head, we're gonna move <laughs> on. Uh, the three kids, uh, Cody, Sunny, and Angel, uh, arrive to school, and Sunny is quickly taken by the new school security goons. Um, because they wanted to check his car and he got all up in their face and fighting. So they took him away. Uh, Cody uh, meets up with some of the black hearts and basically tells them like, Hey, I got to lay low from all the gang stuff. Cause I don't want to get sent back to prison. And uh, the black hearts really don't take that too well. They, you know, I think he was basically their leader, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, now, now we're at school. We see that Dr. Forrest, who created the Robo Teachers, he's got his own like little computer lab down like in the basement, monitoring all the Robo Teachers. And you can like on the computer screens, you can see what they're seeing, and they've got like uh, like a HUD display telling them kind of what different options they have. It's pretty cool. Good morning. Good morning, Dr. Forrest. Morning, Dr. Morning, sir. Yeah, I was getting a little like uh, cabin in the woods vibes from that. Like they're monitoring uh, yeah. the movie, sort of. Yeah. 
My favorite part of that sequence when they're walking into the school, when he, he yeah, is, is uh, did you notice the uh, firearms, uh, like, coat check? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They had to dump them all out. <laughs> well, not only that, they would, like, hand, they, the student would hand a, a faculty person, like, a shotgun, and then the faculty person pulled a ticket and handed it back. Uh, so at the end yes, of the day, yes. they could get their guns back. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yep. America. Yeah, uh, and that's kind of the first where you're like, oh, this is... Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But this is like a theme. I already said it once. This is a theme of this whole thing. I really wish Verhoeven had made this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would have been on some shit right there. Just made it all the more obvious. But I, I, I don't know that all that like commentary that's kind of become sadly prescient, I don't think it was intentional. I feel like it was just like, what if we did Mad Max in a high school and the yeah, way yeah, it plays yeah. out is like modernity in a nutshell. I, I, I thought that too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they were like predicting the future or being like, you know. Yeah. No, yeah. but, but ironically kind of the, our, our, maybe like the, the first school shooting that was really in like the public eye happened in 1999. Oh, God damn. Oh, oh that's wow. so weird. I didn't even think about yeah. that. Crazy. When, when did this get released? 90? May 1990. Okay, so it was, a, yeah. <laughs> so let's just say this movie takes place in May 1999, we'll say. Uh, yeah, Columbine was April 1999. Jeez, it's very wow. close. That's horrifying. <laughs> That's so sad. Oh. oh, God. Well, maybe we need some robot teachers. Wow. Yeah, how about we meet them? So uh, let's, let's go to chemistry class where... Uh, Cody meets a, a new student, Christine, uh, who will quickly learn is the principal's daughter. And the principal is principal is Dr. Langford, played by Malcolm McDowell. Yeah. Ooh. I love seeing Malcolm um, pop up in movies. What a delight. I didn't realize he was in yeah, this one. Yeah. IMDb says he worked on this movie for two days. Yeah, that makes doesn't sense. Have a, doesn't have a lot, but it's good to see him. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so so we're in chemistry. Some some class members are they're acting up, including Hector from the Razorheads, um, and Miss Connors, played by Pam Greer, Woo-hoo! just yes. straight up just beats the hell out of them after they wouldn't listen to her. Temperatures increasing, breathing's increasing, approaching critical. <laughs> Baby, can't you see I'm trying to conduct a little business here? Not in my class. Mess with my boys, Miss Connors. Reflex time, Mark. 0.027. 0.027. Now that I have your undivided attention, we'll have roll call. And I see we're going to have some very. Breathing returning to normal, temperature returning to normal. Education and its finest. Hey. Awesome. I like how she was trying to calm them all down first. She's like, you got to be cool. Why are you being cool? <laughs> it was like yeah. the, the Fonzie speech in like uh, Pulp Fiction. And he wasn't. So then she flips over to discipline mode where what she punches one kid, flips another one over a desk, and then straight like, I think it implies that she like crushes a student's was, foot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With her yeah. heel. Yeah. Yeah. And then it cuts back to the people in the the like monitoring station who are watching her do all this, and they're like applauding, like "Yeah, yeah. the teacher's working." Yep, yep. Um, not really sure why that should be the first uh, 
first day. I, so I guess, you know, you put the fear of God in somebody. They're going to listen the next day. You got to knock them, put them in their place. There's like a recurrent motif in this movie where there's a bunch of signs in the school that all like say different things. And the one that you see the most just says educate, discipline. Those two words. And the, the teachers, when they're talking amongst themselves, they kind of, they use those two words interchangeably. Whether they're educating a student or disciplining a student, it's usually like both at the same time. So there's something going on about like teaching kids or just beating them until they submit to you. The outcome will be the same. Hmm. There's something going on there too. Mm. But again, I don't know how intentional that was. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you listen after you're just emotionally and mentally destroyed, I guess you've <laughs> learned. Right? Like The ultimate lesson huh. is compliance. Well... Yeah, well, I, yeah, we, we watch a bunch of kids get beat up, but at least Cody and Christy kind of seem to hit it off after class, so that's cute, right? It's got a little budding romance between the good girl and the bad boy. A little flirting, flirting in the hallways. Yeah, I, I remember he had like a pretty smooth line. She was like, uh, she's like coming on to him and he's just being a gruff boy and he's not letting her in. And then she says uh, something like, are you going to call me or what? So uh, are you going to call me or what? Yeah. Both. And he just turns to me. He's like, yeah, both. Then he walks away. And I was like, damn, <laughs> I wish I was that cool when I was in high school. Yeah. Both. <laughs> I'm sure you were. I'm sure you were like, hey, good looking. <laughs> what you got? Cooking? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was I was a quiet weirdo when I was in high school. Mm. I had like a moment like that. I was getting breakfast. And the uh, lunch lady behind the counter was like, do you want regular donuts or chocolate-covered donuts? And I was like, yeah, both. <laughs> <laughs> and she gave me both. It was delicious. With a, and she winked at you, too. And, and she started fanning herself. <laughs> she popped the hair in it. Chin <laughs> hair. This is just for you, Eric. Here you go. Here's a little garnish. <laughs> <laughs> if you excuse me, I've got to go mop up. <laughs> It's a vagina joke. She had a wet vagina. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She just, yeah, yeah. Mops up right where she's standing. Yeah. I got it. <laughs> My water broke. <laughs> she's a nine-year-old pregnant lady. <laughs> it's really weird. The hairy chin. I like the McDonuts. It's a lot going on in that school. Huh. Sounds like the perfect <laughs> woman. <laughs> oh man. I think if I came back in another uh, life, being like an 80-year-old lunch lady doesn't seem like the worst thing in the world. I don't know. Kids today are assholes. Yeah. Right? Yeah, but you I could mean, if you're 80, you get to be an asshole right back. I guess that's true. Yeah. Let us be... All right. If you own a high school, <laughs> let us be lunch ladies for a day. Yeah. I'll double bun it. Ooh. That'd be fun. That's worth the price of admission right there. Yeah, Eric, you want a donut? <laughs> Bloop. Right out of my bun. There you go. Hmm. <laughs> I just want to yeah. wear like a cool apron. Uh, what, you want to be like the killer and the coroner? <laughs> just want to walk around naked wearing an apron as the <laughs> world's best chef? That's it. <laughs> just oh, turn man. around and horrify everybody. <laughs> oh, my shift's over. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> How was your shift over in the middle of lunch? <laughs> 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 the time is in your job title. It's the lunch lady. He ran out of people to cook. He's got to go get more. Mm, that makes sense. To cook four. To cook four. Sorry. Oh, slip of the tongue. Oh. 
Hmm. I just assume Eric also kills and eats people. Yep. Add it to the list. They say if you eat human flesh, your hair starts falling out. Really? You know that? Oh. So, interesting. No, oh, okay. no, I'm just lying. I'm just trying to make an ex- make a reason why Eric's bald <laughs> at such a young age. <laughs> that human flesh I've been taking in. I'm trying to help you out, Eric. I mean, it's just not just bad genetics. <laughs> it's your choices. That's why. Yeah. Definitely helpful. Oh, man. I'm kidding. You're a beautiful bald man. He is. It's all good. Um, all right. Th- let me get to my favorite part of this movie. So we go to history class where uh, Mr. Uh, Hart- Harden, I believe his name is. He's an- he's a robot man as well. Uh, he's teaching history and he's a douchebag teacher. He's like, you're going to have two hours of homework every night. And like, we're having tests every day and blah, blah, blah. And two kids start fighting in the class and he just grabs them, throws one on the ground and like holds him down with his feet, puts the other one over his lap and just banks it. <laughs> and it's amazing. He really goes to town. It's like rapid fire. Like only a robot could do like bam, 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 bam. super spanking. Yeah. I love it. And then he just like pushes them on the floor when he's done with them. Like, Bleh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people would probably pay good money for that spanking. You know, yeah, yeah. Nowadays, yeah, super spankings. I'll be first in line, baby. (laughs) Uh, I I do like that his like HUD, uh, like his choice was corporal punishment, which is awesome. But the scientists watching, they were like, I don't think this is legal anymore. Yeah, (laughs) I think they tripped me up. The spanking was too far, but Pam Greer in the previous scene literally crushed the top of a student's foot and they were cheering. But then he starts spanking them and they're like, I don't is, is this okay? Which I don't know. Actually, I guess is probably the right response. Spanking's kind of fucked up. Don't spank your kids, people. Uh, we should point out that one of the scientists is uh, Stacy Keach. Yeah, right? the head scientist, right? Yeah, yeah. Dr. Forrest, yeah. He has like um, these weird milky contact lenses in that make him look like a total freak. yeah. And like a terrible blonde mullet with like a rat tail. In the <laughs> yeah. Oh god, that rat tail like ugh, made my ugh. skin crawl. It's so bad. Party in the back and asshole in the front. Whatever the, <laughs> however the phrase goes, but yeah, it's asshole on both ends when you have a rat tail <laughs> and a flat top. Well, so I, I think he was like portrayed as being cyborg e, right? Mm, I guess. Like yeah. he, he works for this big megatech corporation. That's true. That's true. Um, he's got those like crazy eyes. Um, so yeah, I assume he's got some sort of cybernetic mm-hmm. situation going on with him. It doesn't matter because it doesn't play into the movie at all. But that makes I, sense, I assume though. that's kind of yeah. like why his eyes are that way. But yeah, Stacey Keach, thanks for showing up. Um, all right, so now we're we're done school for the day. So back at home, uh, Cody and Angel find Sonny there, and he is pretty beat up uh and he tells them that the new history teacher was the one that the guards took him to and Harden, the history teacher just beat the crap out of him yeah he's like covered in blood can barely breathe he's all slashed up yeah jones in for a fix yep yep and he he gets his edge uh and we meet uh cody and angel's mom who is just a drug addict and all she she doesn't really care that cody's back out of prison she just wants her drugs back it's good to be back home. You're all fucking pathetic. Yeah, I don't know. If he was my kid, I'd probably do a lot of drugs and love the drugs more than him, too. Just being honest. 
Well, Co- Cody's kind of lame. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of lame. <laughs> yeah, Cody's kind of a lame kid. Hmm. I like how the brothers is like bleeding all over the couch. Like he doesn't even clean himself up. Well, they they live in their the. This is like probably. I think this is like the only little. No, there's two little windows outside the school to see what this world is like. This is one of them, where it's like a suburban house in like a densely populated area. So like just on the edge of a city, I guess. And um, around the house is like in tatters. And then around the house are sandbags. So they they live in like a militarized zone in like a bunker, like retrofitted on a suburban home. Yeah. And they're like, they're in like a shipping, like a shipyard location on the water. It's really cool, actually. It's a good spot. Yeah. Gunshots behind you, but the lapping sounds of the ocean to lull you to sleep at night. Yeah, I mean it's it's on the outskirts of Seattle. So even if that house was, if, if that if the city was like that today, that house would still go for like four hundred and fifty thousand. <laughs> Probably more than it's that. Insane. It's crazy. Sandbags crazy housing not included. Market. They're moving with those. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna get your own, yeah. buddy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm looking for houses, and uh, the one, <laughs> the one uh house we looked at, um. It was like, oh, it's a finished basement. And it was like, we're also going to include the beer fridge. And I was like, I want this house. <laughs> so. <laughs> so, unfortunately, you didn't get it. But, it's harder um, than buying a house is carrying a beer fridge. Yeah. Man. Hey, it's, it's extra beer fridge. It's a pretty good thing to have. But all right. So uh, let's get back to the school because uh, Cody, as he's coming into school, uh, stops an attempted rape of Christy, his new love interest <laughs> on school um, grounds yeah yeah just straight up on school grounds now there was an announcement at the school that says no sexual activity allowed but listen these these kids don't listen to rules nah rules are for squares <laughs> yeah so uh one i think it was hector from the no eh, one of the razor heads um is the one doing the attempted rape and cody goes beats him up but he gets caught by uh Bryles, who is the gym teacher robot uh, and uh, he takes him into Dr. Langford's office. He's the principal. And Langford, he, <laughs> Cody's just like, look, I stopped somebody from trying to rape your daughter. Like, I, I didn't do this for fun. Um, so he kind of lets him off on that. Um, because if he gets into a fight, Cody goes back to jail. Yep. Um, but Bryles, he's not a fan of Cody. So they're at gym class now. And Bryles is like pushing this one student named Mohawk just like too far and just like berating him and being real asshole to him. And then class is over and Bryles holds Cody back and then he forces him to wrestle him. Uh, and Bryles just beats the crap out of Cody. It was, it was a brutal sequence. Yeah. Yeah. Like the actors really getting chucked around. And I was watching his face. I think that was actually the actor Bradley Gregg who's playing Cody. I think that was actually him being thrown around and it did not look fun. It, d- it did not look fun to shoot. No, I imagine he, not. Bo- he like body slams him at one point. Yeah. Like wrestling mats aren't soft. Like they, they'll protect you from hitting the ground, but they still, they, they don't do much. Um, yeah. So, so Mohawk, he's, he's pretty much like, you know, he's embarrassed, angry, um, just annoyed at the teacher. So he goes back to his, his, um, locker, pulls a gun 
goes back to the Uh-oh. gym and is and is threatening to shoot Bryles. And uh, he, he oh, also let me mention Mohawk uh, did some edge before going as well. So he's just high, like high as a kite. Um, so he's pointing the gun at Bryles, but Bryles is able to get the gun away, flip around and just break his neck and kill him. Uh, all while Cody watched. Macho motherfucker, right, man? Beat the shit out of the kids. Get away from me. So, uh, Kid Death. Yep, Kid Death number one. And here we go with another one, because we're now in history class. <laughs> well, can I just say one other weird thing about how this movie's aged? Is there is a moment where it's just a shot of a kid with a handgun wandering through a, a school hallway and oof made my spine go cold. I hated it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the teacher kills the kid with the handgun. And there's a moment where I was like, okay, good. All right. Everybody's safe now. This kid with a gun is no longer a threat. And then, but that is like the instigating moment where Cody's like, these teachers are going too far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. That, that's another weird thing that hasn't quite aged right, right in some way or something. I'm gonna, uh, yeah. There's no right or wrong here. It's just, a, I don't know. It felt a little strange. This whole, sequ- this whole movie's weird. Yeah. The other thing that's weird that hasn't aged well is everyone's wearing like Lululemon stretchy workout spandex <laughs> pants in the future. Yeah. <laughs> like brightly colored. Uh, like it's cool. Uh, so, yeah. So that was interesting. I will, you know, I liked uh, Cody. He has like two main costumes, and while they're both kind of lame, the first one's way better than the second one. He's got that like big fat like metal studded belt that he wears low on his hip, with yeah. like a short yeah. cropped like jean jacket, and it kind of works in like a village people meets Michael Jackson kind of way. Mm-hmm. But his, his like battle outfit later on is fucking atrocious, like a, a <laughs> pirate vomited. It looks terrible. I love his battle outfit. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> I gotta get my oh, battle man. outfit on. Like the the big bandana tied as a do rag with a backwards baseball cap on top of it. Oh, it's yeah. so bad. Yeah, it's ah, like it uh, Stevie Van Zandt from uh, the E Street Band. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Eric, what, what would you want your your nineteen ninety nine gang clothes to be? Oh, uh, interesting. I don't know. Probably, I definitely want to bring back the parachute pants. Hmm. Hopefully, pop those <laughs> on. Always do. Yeah. Not sure what my shirt would be. Maybe like Ocean Pacific shirt. Uh, <laughs> Maybe one of those Big Johnson shirts, <laughs> or like, <laughs> like the Big Dog shirts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. I need I need some sort of hat, crazy hat too. I'm not sure what that would be. Maybe a members only jacket. Oh. I love the mix of uh, styles. It sounds pretty good. Yeah, just throw it all together. And you could have like, a, mm. could you incorporate yo-yos somehow? Because I feel like they were pretty hip in the late nineties. Nice, like yeah, like, yeah, like piano wire yo-yos that you could also use as a weapon. How about you guys? What would your outfit be? Uh, if, if I started a gang, my gang would exclusively wear um, those shirts that you get like. Um, like spray brush painted at the like at the boardwalk. <laughs> <laughs> it would say "can't touch this." So it would just have two yeah. handprints on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, and just pro- probably comfortable uh, sweatpants. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I want to com- knock off Bart Simpson. 
<laughs> eat my shorts. That's our that's our logo. Eat eat a, eat a cow, Bort. Eat a you yeah. know something like that. Yeah, eat pants. <laughs> oh man. Um. All right. Cool. Well, so one day we'll uh we'll do a live show where we'll all dress in our uh our gang colors, our nineties battle clothes. <laughs> Yeah, I'm excited. Eat my shorts. Um, all right, so now we're in history class, and Sonny comes in late. He's completely stoned. He's causing a ruckus. He's not listening to the teacher. So the teacher, Harden, takes him out of class, goes to his locker, finds the drugs in there, and kills him. force um, feeds him the drugs yeah <laughs> yeah i do like that he just like put his hand out and just shoved it through the locker yeah that was, that was cool. awesome that was awesome it's a neat little effect um yeah so he kills sunny and he, he keeps sunny's gold crucifix for some reason old trophy mm-hmm. yeah and uh as he goes back to class cody sees blood on his hands and he sees him pocket that crucifix uh, now that's the scientists are worried that these robo teachers uh, they might be going outside the programming and killing <laughs> a little too often. It's day two of your experiment and uh, two students have died. Yeah, yeah, no, nothing to be concerned about. This is all according to plan. Discipline is yeah. education. It's fine. Yeah, those kids learn yep. to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, when you, when you do something so well, you only need to do it once. They say. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, so so now there's there sunny is dead um i i think they can make a case for um mohawk being killed because like he pulled a gun on a teacher yeah but sunny is now dead and uh dr forrest basically convinces the principal to go with the story that sunny od'd and didn't get brutally murdered by a teacher because the teachers are forrest's whole thing that they're like his invention so yeah yeah yeah, we kind of learn uh, Langford and uh, Forrest are at like dinner that night together. And Dr. Forrest basically tells the principal like, hey, you know, you're an accomplice now for covering that up. So let's just let this uh, experiment continue. And Dr. Forrest will get rich and Langford will become famous for, um, you know, being the first person to bring these robo teachers into the world that would and it's going to solve all the crime problems at all the schools so he'll be on like the cover of time magazine lucky him what what a lofty goal <laughs> hey back in the 90s that was a good thing or a big deal right i don't know i, I don't know yeah i was barely alive in the 90s <laughs> i think the only good thing about being on a news uh, the cover of a magazine is if you're the world's sexiest man I want to get there one day. I believe I in you. A, I want to buy. No, I just want to buy a copy of it. And just put your face on the I, body. I want, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can doctor yeah. all the headlines. They say things like, wait till you see his huge penis. <laughs> <laughs> Call your parents, send them a picture. Did you see, I made it on the times. Why, is, why are they talking about your huge penis? <laughs> <laughs> just what the people want to know. Mm, yeah, that's, you gotta, 
if if if, if the question gets asked, I'm, I'm going to answer it. But <laughs> I'll, I'll it'll 100% be truthful. Oh boy, yeah. All right. So now we see Cody. Uh, he goes to a Black Hearts gang party thing. It's like a funeral um, mosh pit. They're they're mourning that one kid that had the gun and the kid that uh, OD'd. Oh, all right. Yeah. Because they're like, we're, we're going to do this for them. And then they just start moshing, which I kind of liked. It's kind of fun. Well, they're also like just beating the crap out of Angel. Yeah. And I guess that's his like induction into the gang. So he's officially a black heart. Yeah. Some sort of hazing initiation yeah. thing. But Cody tells the others, he's like, uh, Harton definitely killed Sonny. Like the teacher killed Sonny. He didn't know D. Um, but it doesn't seem like these kids are basically like, why would a teacher do that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are you telling me that in a violent dystopian future where the high school is literally run by like jackbooted stormtroopers that, that a teacher would kill a student? No, <laughs> I can't believe that. Absolutely not. That's science fiction. Yeah. So hmm, these kids might learn. We'll see. But now Cody and Christine, they decide to skip school to go to Harden's house. Um, Cody had stolen like the teacher directory so he knows where Harden lives and it turns out that Harden, Bryles, and Connors all three robot teachers all live in the same place oh, oh. Greg, before we jump to that can we talk like Cody goes to the party and gets beat up and there's like people with machine guns and they beat the shit out of them like everybody at the party he's fighting like 30 people and they just like magically cut back to school the next day and he's just drinking a juice box <laughs> and he's, he's like, got a cut on his head I think. and he's like hanging out with the principal's daughter and she's drinking a juice box and there's this like a five minute scene of them drinking like grape juicy juice juice boxes it's ridiculous <laughs> uh, well they're I young just, they're elastic they can bounce back I just loved it it was like oh my god is he gonna live and then he's just like <laughs> <laughs> it was like so abrupt it's great he actually had a rough day he got beat up by the uh the gym teacher then he got beat up by his old gang and then hey next day if you got a juicy juice you're good (laughs) (laughs) gotta recover yep then heals them bones like getting that straw in on the first try Mm -mm -mm. Mm -mm. um i never liked capri suns because i would always not i can't get that straw in there yeah they're a pain in the ass it's the worst my problem was when i did get the straw in there i would always be squeezing the bag and then it would like onto my face yep (laughs) Because when I put the straw right. in, I have to close one eye and I put the other eye really close. Then it's just boop, right in my face. Huh. Yeah. Don't like Man. that. Yeah. All right. Well, so these <laughs> Capri Suns are definitely idiot proof. <laughs> like for uh, both ways. Yeah. Well, can't <laughs> I can't open it. You can't drink out of it. <laughs> <laughs> give me give me your secrets, Capri Sun. I need your treasure that's inside. What mm. if the Capri? What if the Sun and Capri Sun was originally spelled S O N, and we're just not holy enough for them? <laughs> All right, so we're just <laughs> handing that out during communion. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They give you the the unpunctured pouch, and then you all have to form a line up to the front where the priest sticks the straw in for you. <laughs> oh, that, well, you know what? At least he's sticking it in for me because I'll never get it in. Yeah. Oh, that's perfect. All right, so that'll be. All right, so maybe the gang can also be a cult, and we can have a Capri Sun line. Yeah. Oh, and the, right. the wafer can be like a little Ritz cracker with a little square cheese on top. <laughs> That's no, just a squeeze cheese, like that cheese. Oh spray. yeah. Oh, a little cheese whiz. 
Yeah. Mm. It could it could I maybe Jesus on the cross could be bleeding cheese and you just catch a drip on your cracker. Ooh, I love it. That's my Jesus. I like that idea. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, all right it's so stupid i love it the congregation Um, all has those little cheese hats that they wear at like the football games oh that's beautiful the green bay games yeah Yeah. the father of the capri sun the holy spirit (laughs) oh my god we're not even halfway through this movie yet (laughs) we gotta go (laughs) all right jesus saves jesus Jesus saves. What would Jesus do? Probably I mean, I'll, provolone me a or cracker. mozzarella, I think. Yeah. Oh. Uh, WWCD. <laughs> uh, what would Jesus do? <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> I mean, if I was Jesus, I would just lay, I would lay down on a couch and just hover my whole hand in front of my mouth and just drink the cheese that comes out. It's a miracle. Mm. Mm. I have so many nachos. Great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could be like one of those like sushi girls where they're laying naked on the table and they're covered in sushi, but you just, you're just covered in nacho chips. Oh, you need a little bit more? You just squeeze your wrist and more cheese shoots out your hand. Uh, I like this. I like cheeses. All right. You think, do you think he's covered in all different kind of cheeses? Like, do you think, uh, you think blue cheese goes from like the butt crack? <laughs> yeah, I don't Why not? Do you think when uh, do you think when the the Roman centurions pierced his side with the spear, just Sprite shot out? Sprite, Sprite, like the like the lemon lime <laughs> soda, because in the Bible, blood and water came out when he was pierced. So this would be cheese and Sprite. <laughs> okay, I just, I just like Sprite was an interesting choice. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of water. I was trying to find a proxy for the water. Sorry, the too deep a theological cut. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought more cheese was it. just going to come out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I hit a vein. Oh, it's just like cheese whiz for your cheese steaks. Mm. That's my savior. They nail them on the cross, but it's with cheese sticks. <laughs> <laughs> Mozzarella sticks. <laughs> <laughs> this is so dumb. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> oh. All right. Let's uh All right, they have to investigate the suburban house where all the teachers live together. Yep, yep. So they break in. They find cupboards full of WD-40. They find the gold crucifix. But the teachers end up coming home. Uh-oh. And finding and finding Cody and Christy in there. Cody and Christy ran away. Uh, they chase after Cody on his mo- motorcycle. Cody drops Christy off at one point and tells her to run. Uh, and they chase. Uh, there's a car chase following the motorcycle. It ends at a pier with the robo-teachers knocking uh, Cody off his bike and then flying off the pier into the water. See you. I hate water. I stay for a dive. Presumably to die. I think he leaves thinking that he just killed those teachers. Yeah. 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 There's also... Like, this whole movie has a ton of one-liners in it that we haven't mentioned. Um, so as the car is going into the water, you hear the teachers talking, and the one's like, I hate water, and the other one's like, nice day for a dive. <laughs> so yeah. But it's all said in, like, the most, like, monotone, yeah, yeah, straightforward yeah. way, too. It's just like, it's a nice day for a dive. 
It was it wasn't even delivered with like a comic no, no, tone no, no, to it. No, <laughs> like yeah. it's so weird. Or even when the chase starts. Actually, this is kind of like thematically on point for each teacher. When the chase starts, when they all like look at each other and decide, yes, we're going to chase after these students. The history teacher says, respect for private property is the foundation of a successful society. And then the gym teacher says, the best defense is a good offense. So even in their like quippy one-liners in that moment, they're like playing the roles of the history teacher talking about mm. private property and the gym teacher talking about defense and offense. Mm. And what I'm saying is this movie is very well written and worth studying. Yeah. I'm being sarcastic. Yeah. It's not. Do, well, do your fun. film thesis on it, everybody. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Um, but yeah, the teachers do get out shortly uh, unscathed, but they talk about starting to plan a war game to get these shitty kids in line because they can't just like go after Cody, right? They want to just go after Cody, but they're like, I think we can take care of that problem by taking care of a bigger problem. And also, I'm sure they're thinking like, we can't just mow down a hundred students because it would make our lives easier. So let's maybe help them mow each other down. Yeah. Yeah. So they're going to start setting that up. So Cody gets home. Uh, he has some nice time with Angel. They they see a little brotherly love between them. They play basketball. And Cody says he's going to go home and do homework. And then Angel makes fun of him and stays. But uh, as Angel starts walking home a little bit later, uh, he gets attacked by the robo teachers. And ultimately, they kill him. Yep. The, they, the coach teacher says, I want to check his butt at one wait, point. Wait, <laughs> he what? says, I want to kick his butt. Oh, kick his butt? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought he wanted to check it. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been funny if the other teachers like had a beat where they just looked at each other and then over at him. Like, what? <laughs> Wait, so you watched this movie and saw this scene and you were like, oh, yeah, it probably makes sense why he said I want to check his butt. <laughs> yeah, I thought maybe I like a weapon stashed up there or something. <laughs> no, yeah, he's because uh, uh, Pam gun. Greer's character says like, "Oh, we want to educate you" or or something. And history teacher says something, and yeah, and then the um the gym teacher Bryles says, "I want to kick his butt." Like he's not even pretending like they're gonna like be nice to Angel. He's like, "Yeah, hey, we're just gonna beat you up, mm. or we're gonna check your butt." <laughs> you no, know, he wants to see if he has a switchblade up there. Or something. No, it's just the robots. Yeah. They're fascinated by butts. Yeah, they don't make sense to robots. Yeah, do you think? Humanoid robots have a butthole. They probably have a butt with a butt crack, but you think they go to do you think that do you think they put a butthole in a, in a robot? Well, I don't, I, would a robot have a butt? I don't think a robot would have a butt. I think it would have I hips, think, but I don't know that it would have like excess muscle and tissue like lumped up back there like that. Huh. It would be I like, like to, yeah. I feel like to look humanoid, they would have to have a butt. I've, oh. I've seen I've seen some small butted people out there. Or are you saying that small-butted people might actually be robots? <laughs> that might be it. Oh, damn. I, listen, I don't, I don't want to say that on a podcast, but... Here I we are. I didn't disagree with it. <laughs> so, yeah, if you got a small butt, you're probably a robot. You're a, you're a no-butt robot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, they definitely hmm. have a butthole, just without the butt. That's where the recharge yeah. cable goes. So if you, if you cut off your butt... <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> uh, I think I'm losing my mind with this episode. Uh, but yeah, so they, they end up killing Angel, and then they go, the teachers go and uh, kidnap one of the razor heads and kill him as well. Hey, get the hell away from my car! The fuck? You my late for night school, bitch? Let's go, pizza man. 
Let's go, pizza man. <laughs> yeah, don't kill someone when they just bought a pizza. Let them eat the pizza. I know, it's rude. It's rude. Yeah, cheese is sacred. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've just discussed this. I know. These, yeah, they're not uh, well-trained robots. Man. Cheese is uh, yeah, crackers. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but these two deaths ultimately set up a war between the Razorheads and the Blackhearts. And it also brings Cody back to the Blackheart gang because now he has to avenge his dead brother. And a war between the two is about to happen. Uh-oh. Um, because, yeah, basically, they made it seem like, oh, the Blackhearts killed the Razorhead and the Razorhead killed Angel. So they're p- pitting them together. And by a war, you um, mean the the kids all meet on a dock and awkwardly stand behind objects and fire guns at each other. Yeah, yeah. But we're not quite there oh, yet. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So uh, just a, there's a quick scene at the school where the scientists talk about how, like, uh, the robo teachers uh, seem to be a little out of control and like they're not in the room where they're supposed to be. They're doing their own thing outside of their programming and they're concerned that they might revert back to their original military form. Uh oh. So, so these were just soldier robots uploaded with like mm, chem- a chemistry book. <laughs> like, <laughs> mm. Yeah, what well, bad of that? <laughs> yeah. You know, that, that sounds truly american actually yeah <laughs> so. with all the discourse of like we could just arm the teachers but yeah this that's what this movie's about doesn't yeah. go well don't do that mm, yeah um but yeah dr forrest basically is like you know what whatever they're doing we're not taking them out of the field we need this experiment to continue um so now we've got the big black hearts first razor head shootout like dan said they're on a dock they're just shooting guns at each other um it looks fun uh, it looks fun as yeah. <laughs> it, it looked like a paintball yeah. like yeah. setup. Like yeah. 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 Totally. And they're yeah, they, absolutely. they're not like hitting each other. Like yeah. not a lot of people get shot. It's a lot of like people posing with guns and stuff. Well, so like that's the thing. The gangs we didn't ever really see the gangs kill each other per se, even in this fight. Like like you said, it doesn't look like they're sh- actually trying to shoot anyone. I think it's like a uh like an like a dick measuring contest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the, but kids don't necessarily want to kill kids in this. But they feel like they they have to like puff themselves up and make them seem you know make make yourself seem like you're you're tougher. Oh, he's like you call but, you called me out. You know, yeah, it's yeah. like a high school exactly. thing. Like oh, you called me out. Now I gotta yep fight. Um, but the robo teachers, Harden, Bryles, and Connors are at the battle as well, and they're sneaking around. They're killing kids on both sides. Um, at one point, Harden, like Cody and um, uh, one of the other Blackhearts are walking around a, a little warehouse area trying to sneak up on some of the razor heads. And Harden grabs the kid, pulls him through the wall and breaks him in half. And I love yeah, that. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. Anytime you see a human body fold up like a suitcase, that's one of my favorite things in a movie. Dude, I wrote, this, I wrote the same note. I love that <laughs> effect. It's so good. It's never that effective. Yeah. Yeah. It's always great. Old suitcase fold. Yep. Um, But yeah, so so the teachers are just gut. Like at one point, uh, I forget which one it is. It might have been Bryles. Sneaks up behind like this group of kids, grabs a gun, and just mows them all down (laughs) from behind. It's like, man, how is no one seeing these teachers there? Like, hmm. And they're just snapping necks left and right. Yep.
Yep. Um, but Cody sees Harden uh, after he kills his friend, and Cody shoots him, but it doesn't do anything. So Cody's like, uh, "You're not human. What, what's what's going on here?" Um, but yeah, so from there, Cody calls for a retreat, and all the Black Hearts leave, and I assume all the Razorheads leave as well. Really, the important thing to note in that whole sequence is the kids aren't very good shots. Uh, the teachers murder a bunch of children, and a guy gets folded like a suitcase. Oh, and there's a pretty yeah. cool, uh, like a shed blows up. Somebody throws a grenade into a shed, and there's a pretty, like, sweet-ass gas explosion that I liked. Yeah, that was cool. And that was about it. Yeah. That was about it. Yeah. Yeah. We like exploding buildings. Yeah. Exploding buildings and folding people. We're very simple <laughs> guys. <laughs> yep. Um, so now we're we're at the like Black Hearts HQ, and Cody tells the group that hey, the all the Robo teach or all the teachers were there. Um, why were they there? But no one listens to him. It's again he's saying these teachers are bad. No one believes him. Teachers have to be good in this world. Um, next morning he he talks to Christy and he tells uh he tells her that the teachers are after him. And that they can't be humans because he shot one of them and it didn't phase him at all. Listen to me. We just kicked the shit out of the razor heads and Harden was there. I saw him. I shot him. He didn't even go down. Are you sure about this? Yes, I'm sure about this. They're worse than the razor heads. They cannot be human beings. So that night at the school, Prince, uh, Principal Langford talks to uh, Dr. Forrest and the three robo teachers. And he's basically like, uh, we're shutting down this experiment. Uh, too many kids are dying yeah. <laughs> basically yeah um but dr forrest basically says like uh i've got a billion dollar military contract and i i would lose that if we shut this down and also when you start this experiment you can't stop it and uh the robo teachers end up just killing the principal Not Malcolm McDowell, no. It was pretty grisly too. They like lift him up by his neck, and then they like the dude like squished his fingers into his neck and like pulled his yeah. throat out. It's pretty, yeah, pretty nasty. It's pretty awesome. Uh, and then they just leave his dead body on the floor. <laughs> I love that. It's just like clean up your mess. <laughs> right? Well, you wanted a scene with the gym coach robot with like a little dustpan and a broom trying to fit a body in there. <laughs> <laughs> yes now i do because <laughs> uh, he'd have to fold him in many many hands yeah, origami you know? yeah to be able to fit yeah. in the trash can the kids come in the next day and there's just a foot sticking out of the hallway trash <laughs> make a little bird out of him <laughs> i was gonna say he's shaped like a bird though, so it's pretty cool man we're with the razor heads for a few minutes uh hector gets a call to meet one-on-one against cody at the school and um, now we see Connors kidnaps Christy and then calls uh, Cody and we hear her mimicking Hector's voice, the leader of the Razorheads, challenging Cody to a fight at the school. So they're bringing those two together She's at the school. Christy, got your bitch right here, man. <laughs> and if you ever want to see her again, show up at the school in an hour. If you don't, she's mine. 
The Razorheads have her. Hector just caught me out to the school. That's good. That's good. Does that mean you're with us? All right. It's only at this point that all the Blackhearts figure out that, oh, it's got to be the teachers <laughs> running this because Hector would never want anybody to come back to the school. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. So all the Blackhearts all say like, all right, well, we're all going to the school then. Um, so now we're at the school. We see that all the scientists that were like um, monitoring the robo teachers, they're all murdered. The two gangs meet up outside um, they were going to fight, but Cody's able to convince the Razorheads that it's the teachers that are the enemies, and the gangs join forces to take down the teachers. Yay! Back me up, Kurt. No, 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 Hefe. No one's gonna back you up. Mind is a precious thing to waste, Cody. Don't make me waste yours. Inside this school are three inhuman teaching monsters. The ones running this game. They kidnapped my girl. They killed Sonny, Reedy, Mohawk, and Nozer, an angel. I mean, it's kind of boring, this whole sequence, but also it was rewarding. I liked seeing them, like, shake hands and be like, yeah, we'll fight together. It's always fun. Yeah, yeah. But then it's uh, a scene of, you know, uh, five dozen armed students <laughs> coming into a school. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's weird, man. It's mm-hmm. weird. Yep. This should be a scene of, like, yeah, but kill those teachers. And it's like, oh, man, this is uncomfortable now. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised, like, Fox News doesn't play clips from this movie when they're describing, like, current events or whatever. Because it, it does hit, like, that kind of, like, fear-mongering, satanic panic, like, that kind of a tone sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so let's go. Some, oh, 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 and my favorite part, when they're all rushing into the school, is, like, half of them stay on their dirt bikes and are just riding around the halls of the school and like circling inside classrooms on dirt bikes. Yeah. Like, it would be easier to walk, man. They crash through the <laughs> yeah. windows. It's yeah. pretty great. Oh, that yeah. part's great. But when they're actually using the dirt bikes to like circle classrooms, oh, yeah, it yeah, looks yeah. so yeah. awkward. Yeah. 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 It, it's, you're, you're absolutely right. When Hector and Cody go into a classroom and they have to like ride around the perimeter around all the desks yeah. to get out. And it's like, yeah, you could just turned around and walked out. Would have been yeah. way faster. They have to get off their bikes and just walk them. They're just like, hold on a second. Pardon me. Pardon me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. Back up. Back up. All right. Now pull forward. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now I'll come in from the left. No. 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 Back up again. Back up again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Kids, they'll never learn. Um. All right. So they're at the school. Uh, Cody. He wants to go find Christy because he knows she got kidnapped. Um. So they, but the gangs all split up. Uh, Hector and Cody uh, find Connors, Pam Greer's robot teacher. Uh, they fight. They stab her. Uh, her inside, like her her stomach and chest, rip open, revealing her robotic insides and her boob. And also, you get you get a robo boob yeah. as well. <laughs> we got one plastic Pam Greer boob. Yeah, I was like, do you think that's her real boob? No. And I was like, no. no. Womp womp. I don't think real boobs are made out of like, well, I was about to say silicon, but I take that back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, real ones aren't, but uh, a lot of them are. And you know what? I'm fine, fine with it. I'm fine with it. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. You do you. Um, we see uh, Connor. She kills some kids with an arm flamethrower. So all the teachers have an arm weapon and hers yeah. is a flamethrower. Love it. And you, 
you see that she has like uh, canisters of flammable gas on the inside of her chest. So cool. she means business. She's here yep. to barbecue some kids. Yep. So she barbecues some kids, but uh, the rest of the gang gets away. Uh, but Bryles quickly comes out and we see his arm weapon is a mini rocket launcher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the best one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, by far. Yeah. Um, so now Cody and one of the other Blackhearts, I don't know what his name, um, they find Christy. She's locked in like a cage. Um, as they get her out, Harden comes in. He's the history teacher. Uh, they shoot him, but that doesn't do anything. Uh, his arm weapon is like a pincher drill. It looks like weapon. the claw that would be in a claw machine, but then it has yep. a drill in the palm of it. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to get a phantasm perfect. kill. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, he grabs the uh, uh, the blackheart guy by the head, and then yeah, drills into his forehead and kills. Oh, him. right before he drills in, he says, "I love to mold young minds," and then he drills <laughs> into the kid's fucking brain. Yep, awesome. Yep. Uh, and as Harden is about to kill Cody, uh, Cody grabs a machine gun and shoots him through the mouth, blowing out the back of his head. Awesome, killing yeah. killing the history teacher. And C- Cody says, "Your history." It's important to know when to surrender! Your history, Mr. Hardy. Oh, Oh, nice! Oh, I missed that. Oh, how'd I miss that? Mm, He should have said history repeats itself. (laughs) If you don't learn from history, you're You're, doomed to repeat it. You're doomed to eat my gun. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. His... Your history is much better than anything I could have come up with. Uh, Pam Greer's Connors, she's now chasing Cody and Christy. The two of them go to the chem lab where they turn on all the gas because <laughs> all the student like desks have like Bunsen burner gas yeah. attached mm-hmm. to it. Yeah, totally. All right. Why not? I didn't have that. It's the future. Um, so they hide. She comes in. She's looking for him. They throw an axe at her. I guess it punctures her flammable gas tanks. Uh, and the room, uh, as she lights up her flamethrower, the room explodes, uh, seemingly killing Connors with it. But Cody and Christy were able to get out. Right here, you mechanical bitch. Uh, yeah, kind of not believable that they could survive a massive gas explosion taking place yeah. right there, but that's fine. Pam Greer yeah. is gone. Yeah. Bye, Pam. Love you. Yeah, you were great. She was. She was fun. Um, yeah, yeah. All the teachers are fantastic in this. Video. They are. They're great. <laughs> like, they play. The, they play their roles very well. Um, you know, there's actually one moment. It was earlier when the history teacher reveals his. They all have a moment where they reveal their hand weapon when the teacher's little claw pops off, like. The claw shoots up from inside of his arm, and you just see his hand pop off. Oh yeah! It's so rad. It's so cool. Awesome. Yeah, a lot of neat little like effects moments in this last little finale sequence. It's great. Yeah, and we're gonna get a really interesting ones coming up. So, um, all right. So Cody, Christy, and they they meet up with Hector. So the three of them run out of the school, and the gym teacher Bryles is in hot pursuit. Hector distracts him. 
while Cody hotwires a school bus, which he then uses to drive into Bryles, smashing him through the school front door. So, of course, he's dead now. He's 100% dead. He's not coming back Never at coming all. Never coming back. Of oh. course not. Yeah. Um, now we have our three heroes uh, go into the school. to the, Basically, they think they've killed all the teachers. So they go in to find any remaining friends that might still be alive. But we see Bryles, unfortunately not dead. He's pretty jacked up, though. He gets out from under the bus. And now he's like, uh, he looks... He's like half man, half robot now. He's very like the Terminator. Uh, Terminator. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. He looks like the Terminator meets a degloved furry, uh, Furby. Have you ever seen a Furby without <laughs> yeah. any oh, fur yeah. on it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The big yep. goofy eyes and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I actually thought it looked fantastic. By the way, yeah. Oh, see, dude, cool. I've, yeah, yeah. I have a note that the animatronics are rad. They're great. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah. So as uh, Cody, Christie, and Hector are going around the school. Dr. Forrest comes out. He grabs Christy and takes her hostage. He ends up killing Hector, and he's about to kill Cody when, for some reason, Bryles comes up behind him and punches through his back and kills him. So he's killed Dr. Forrest, his, 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 his basically boss. His, his daddy. Yeah, he killed his father. Oh. Hmm. Um, and then Bryles starts going after Christy, but Cody... Hops on a forklift and impales Bryles against the wall. Christy then ties a chain around Bryles' neck, and Cody is able to like pull the chain with the forklift and rip Bryles' head off, which was awesome. The only thing I didn't like about that whole sequence is the entire time Cody's driving around in the forklift, he's going like, yeah, <laughs> like he's making noises like he's the one exerting the effort that the forklift is exerting. It, it annoyed me. <laughs> hmm. I mean, have you ever driven a forklift and didn't make noises? And, uh, usually it's sort of like vroom vroom, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like pew pew. He, that would have uh, been great. If he impaled him, he's like, pew, pew. Cody's <laughs> one-liner is, have a nice stretch, coach. When nice. He pulls, when he pulls his head off. Yeah. Oh. I wouldn't say that's his best. But. No, no. Well, when, <laughs> I, I think my wants. favorite one-liner is when he pl- when uh, Pam Greer blows herself up, the chemistry teacher. He says, yeah. um, when they escape the explosion, he goes, well, I guess I blew that course. <laughs> Which is, yeah, it's so dumb, but I kind of like it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. many one-liners. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. So coach is dead. Yep. So all, all the robots are dead. The 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 evil doctor is dead, and Cody and Christy, seemingly the only two people left alive at that school, <laughs> walk out of the decimated, destroyed school, and we've got our credits. Yay! Woo-hoo! We did it! Yay! Nice job, Greg. Mm, it's a tough one. Well, what do you say we uh, do the robot and uh, drive a forklift into this movie, stabbing it a bunch of times? Let's do it. <laughs> I'm a robot. <laughs> I like that you announce you're a robot. 
<laughs> yeah. You won't know. Just in case you didn't know, I am a robot. This isn't a video podcast. There, you could see that I am a robot. You visually cannot see me. <laughs> What's ridiculous is I did the arm motions because <laughs> you can't say that. Like you can't make those noise without doing that. <laughs> Time for the ratings. I weave around the dangers. So here on Stabby Stabby, we like to rate the films that we're watching by stabbing them. Stabbing is something that we do affectionately in these parts. So uh, the more stabs, the more you loved it. One stab means you hated it. Ten stabs means you want to marry it and lay with it, know it biblically, have children with it. It's a very strong libidinal love. Uh, Greg, how many times do you want to stab Class of 1999? Uh, I'm going to stab Class of 1999. Mm, I think I'm going to give it seven stabs. Uh, it was a pretty fun movie. Um, it had a budget, which is, listen, that's a negative for me. <laughs> but, um, it was, uh, I can't say the story was great or the acting was overly great. Um, I didn't. It didn't flesh out the world, I think, enough to really care about any of the characters. Um, but the special effects in the last, like, I don't know, 25 minutes of the movie were pretty fun. As soon as, like, they started, um, the, the they set up, like, the war between the gangs, that's when the movie just was like, all right, this is, this is dumb and I enjoy this now. But it took a little bit of time to get there for me. Um, still really enjoyable watch. Um, a lot of a lot of cool actors in this movie that uh, seem to be just having a good time. Um, yeah, and the the robot Briles at the end, cherry on the top of the weird trash movie that makes me kind of just worried more about the future of our civilization. But um, yeah, I don't know. Seven stabs for me. Uh, it was fun. Uh, how about you, Eric? Uh, I gave it a seven and a half. So I'm right there with you. Uh, I thought it was super entertaining. Always good to see Pam Greer. She's amazing. Some cool, inventive uh, robot kills. Last 30 minutes are super fun. I did find Cody a little bit annoying. He didn't really seem to fit his character well. Um, But the action and the things just constantly blowing up made up for it. Uh, Snappy one-liners were fantastic. The motorcycles driving around the school were stupid and fun. Um, (laughs) I was like anticipating of like what the robot arms weapons were going to be. And they were all super cool. So yeah, it was a good time. I I liked it a lot. I'm glad I got to see it. So seven and a half for me, Dan, how about you? Uh, I'm right there with you guys. I'm going to say six and a half though. I'll take up the, I'll I'll be the bottom rung. Uh, Yeah. All the things that you guys said, uh, it was well enough made. Like none of the direction really stood out to me. The music I was, I kind of found the music a little grating. I didn't like it that much. Uh, None of the shots were all that interesting, but the editing was pretty good and the performances were fine, like serviceable, with the exception of the uh, robots and the uh, principal and the forester or forest, Dr. Forest. I like those performances a lot, but otherwise it was all just like kind of mid. It was well enough made and had interesting enough ideas on its mind, but I guess like overall it was so joyless and self-serious that it kind of undercuts itself. It, the action and violence wasn't really good enough to make the whole movie work just on that level. And the politics were like too bland to rise to the level of like a compelling satire. Like I know I've said this before, but if Verhoeven had made this, that would have been that like little X factor that would have, oh boy, brought this up to being like a real tasty dish. 
Um, but even as mid as it as it was as, in its current form, I still had a lot of fun with it. It was still an entertaining romp, especially after, um, I don't know, after some of the the shot on video stuff that we've been watching. <laughs> this, this this was a nice reprieve. So, Agreed. Uh, yeah, six and a half for me. I enjoyed it. Uh, we also enjoy all of you listening. We hope you've enjoyed us. If you know other people that would enjoy a weirdo, stupid podcast like this, tell them that they're weird and stupid and have them listen to this. <laughs> Um, when we watch movies, we try to announce what we're going to watch ahead of time so that you have the chance to watch it for yourself so that you've got your own opinions that you can compare and contrast against ours. Um, Greg, how can they find out what we're going to watch before we're going to talk about it? Uh, they're going to need to come into my chemistry classroom, turn on all the gas. Uh, and after you do that, hop onto Instagram and follow us at StabbyPod, S-T-A-B-B-Y-P-O-D, where every Wednesday we'll announce the next movie that we're going to watch. And the new episode comes out on Monday mornings. Um, so that's going to give you just, it's going to give you five Pam Greer robot boob days to find the movie, uh, watch it and form your own opinion about it and uh, hear us discuss it uh, in great length sometimes uh, on Monday morning. Uh, and if you follow us on Instagram, feel free to comment and let us know uh, if there's a movie you want us to watch or, um, if, do you what's your opinion on these movies because <laughs> well you know we we're not very smart people <laughs> <laughs> so if you have a degree in in film please tell us how we can do it, it better please um and <laughs> and give us a call on our voicemail line uh 9494 stabby you won't have to talk talk to a human being but uh you can leave us a message maybe tell us uh, everything you would tell us on instagram I'm not going to repeat it. I've already said it. So uh, 9494 Stabby and Stabby Pod on Instagram. Yeah. And Eric, what do we like to say at the end of every episode of Stabby Stabby without any deviation? Uh, we, we like to say um, dress in some brightly colored stretchy pants. Join the Black Hearts gang. Hop on your motorcycle. Do some edge. Fight some Terminator teachers. Throw out some snappy one-liners. And don't forget to stab your friends. Come the day, I will be there when the hammer starts to fall. Come the day, I will be there with my reasons for it all. Struck by sound across my face, loud enough that I can taste. Not the choices from my head, 